this is Scott Bible from the Book of Boba Fett. Hi, my name is Richard Stride, and I was Obi-Wan Kenobi's double and Polka the Lesser in Star Wars. One thing you don't want to see is an angry George Lucas. Well, we're going to cover that here on tonight's episode of Rodian Radio. Welcome everyone back. The week after May the 4th. Wow, what a lot of uh, toy announcements and collectible announcements uh, were, you know... That's what we're here for. We're here to break them down and cover all the news and updates of Star Wars, collectibles, books, comics, games, shows, what have you. This is Sports Center for Star Wars, and we like to call ourselves Rodian Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Got a big show for you tonight. Got a very special guest on the show later this evening. Got a uh, got a lot lot to cover. So, without further ado. We're going to jump right into it and sit back, relax. If you're listening to this via YouTube, via podcast, wherever you're from in the galaxy, we appreciate all the support. Do us a favor, drop us a like, comment. If your podcast of choice allows you to leave reviews, please leave us your reviews. They help very much. Help share us out, help like, comment on our YouTube videos. It really helps us break the algorithm to grow. Um, everyone, sit back, and we're going to jump into this episode. So, uh, without further ado, here we go. Welcome, welcome. Uh, we got a lot of announcements to talk about. I am not going to break all these down by myself. I am with my good friend, Mr. Danny Cruz. Hello, everybody. The one and only to help me go over this ginormous, wonderful, wonderful announcement from Hasbro and Black Series and the Vintage Collection. Yes, I'm being sarcastic. Okay, let's get into the news. Star Wars news. Okay, what do you want to do first? I've got a ton of toys. You want to do toys or Kenobi first? We've got some Kenobi stuff I'd revolving say, Hayden let's Christensen. Let's get the bad stuff out of the way and <laughs> with something more sweet. Okay. Since you want to go bad stuff, <clears throat> let's start with Hasbro. <laughs> We've got several toy announcements from Hot Toys, uh, Hasbro, Funko Pop, and Diamond Selects. Uh, first off, Hasbro. They got a new Vader helmet. They do. Kind of um, looks the same as the previous one, but it's all right. Yeah, it looks a little bit more sleek in its, it's design. Sh- shined up. That's, I, I see, like, it's one of the nicest things Black Series has done in months. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. The Ray Skywalker saber is the best thing they've oh, done. My. That is literally unsellable oh you know i probably just triggered a lot of people and speaking of triggered the last episode that we put out when i said when we were talking about the empire strikes back is better than revenge of the sith and i said you know who you are if you're gonna get triggered and you better let me know well he let me know that day he did he did yes he sent me a text message and he's like yes i'm triggered (laughs) he's like revenge of the sith is is better than empire and he's like and danny is wrong because chewy deserves the medal 
Oh, whatever. That's like not even important to me. He, so like, he, he lost me after he thought Revenge of the Sith was better than Empire. Like, I I can see why they would attack and or like defend Revenge of the Sith. You know, like I I like it too. But at the same time, you turned him against me. I I just think Return. I mean, sorry, Empire Strikes Back just had a better. Uh, it's it was just overall. If you if you really think about it, the script for. Empire Strikes Back was ten times better than Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Revenge of the Sith was kept like you know, like five year olds can understand, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can see that, but you know, it, it, you know, Star Wars is generational, so I get That's it. True. But we're not even from that generation. We're like, if what if the first time I remember watching Empire Strikes Back, I was like five. That movie was already out for like twenty, thirty something years already. You know, it's like generation doesn't matter, in my opinion. It's just if you're like willing to accept, you know, what's better than the other, it's okay. Now, here we are, this episode, and you've probably done made 15 people mad. 15? Oh, there must be more than that. Revenge of the Sith is all right compared to Empire Strikes Back. You know, I, I'm just going to say it. The Book of Boba Fett, Chapter 6, with Luke and Cad Bane and Ahsoka, that one episode to me is better than Revenge of the Sith. No way. Yes. No, nah, you can't say that. Now no, I know. Can't. Now I know my friend is really triggered. <laughs> yes, he's gonna be cooking right now. Okay. Uh, All right. So moving on to Hasbro, we got the Vader helmet, and then the Vintage Collection. We got a three thirty second Clone Trooper. We got a Clone Trooper Phase One Four Pack, which is a Hasbro Pulse exclusive. Of course. Then we got Walgreens exclusive. That's a black series. We're on a vintage collection right now. Oh, and, and we know that we're late to the game on all these reveals and pre-orders may not even be available by the time you we're look them up. I honestly believe we're not late to the game because the pre-orders, they don't exist. Like, the, Yeah, pre-orders don't use, exist. <laughs> like, I, I, I highly respect the people who instantly pre-order the moment these figures are announced because I, this is how I feel. I don't know how you feel, but I feel like you're you're just giving Hasbro free money. You are because there's a good chance it's getting canceled, or there's a good the chance you're gonna have to wait back. a year and a half to actually get it. Yeah, and then you can find it in store before you actually ship. Yes, I do that a lot. I find a lot of Black Series in stores before they're even released. Like like those people that instantly do it. I'm like, I respect your addiction. It's a habit. <laughs> it's it's just like. You gotta let go. I know it's hard. If if you're under the sound of our voice right now, and you're one of these people that instant pre-order, stop it. Get some help. <laughs> <It's> so help. <laughs> you don't even need help. You just stop buying Hasbro. Go really go though, seriously, just be. Any, yeah, really though. Else. Really though, just be patient about it because there's a good chance you're gonna find that figure in hand before your pre-order even goes through. And do not. I repeat, do not buy from scalpers. Yes, if and scalpers do, are those people who takes a twenty six ninety nine figure and, makes and it turns like it to eighty nine ninety nine. Eighty nine. Why do they have to add the ninety nine? I'm just like you're. I'm not gonna give you ninety nine cents, bro. I'm gonna give you exact change. Like, ah, uh, that's Hasbro. Hasbro's lost it. I'm, I'm done. Even though I do still have, <laughs> here we figures. go again. <laughs> it's it's honestly so frustrating because it's I, I'm looking at the images. I'm I'm, I'm sorry I'm a little, uh, pushing a little bit ahead, but I see the black series, the chill action figure. He's got like rocket finger thumbs. 
<laughs> what is this? What is this Hasbro? Like, this is going straight down the toilet. And then we have another garbage Leia. And it's yeah, just, uh, well, we're on, we're on vintage collection. We'll get there. I know, I know, I know. We're getting there. We're getting okay. there. So the other vintage collections we got was a Fallen Order Stormtrooper mm-hmm. and a Force Awakens Stormtrooper Commander, and then we got another release of Episode Two Anakin and a vintage collection Maul Commander Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. So that's the vintage collection. Now onto the Black Series, which is the worst out of all of this stuff. We've got the, <laughs> like you said, the Ewok Village Leia. We've got what is the, that? What is I, that? that? I don't know. That, that one's that just looks... a figure that they made for people to say, "I've got to have that to fill a hole in my collection." Like that looks like what happens after you have Taco Bell. It's just not. <laughs> it's not pretty. Now these actually look really good. The two Cantina Band players, the Biffs. You've got. <laughs> Why do we have to? And it's explosive. Well, one of them is. You've got the standard Biff, and then you got the deluxe Biff, um, a Hasbro Pulse exclusive. And, and when I mean exclusive, every single Black Series is exclusive because they are so hard to find. Yes. And then we've got the 187th Battalion Clone Trooper, it, which is a Walgreens exclusive. And it's a copy of the 332nd, just repaint something else. And the color and then, might not even be accurate to, to the show and to the movies. You know that's what I don't understand. Yeah, they're clone troopers, but how many how many times did we see them in the show? Maybe a couple. I'd say like three, five, four, five episodes max. If I missed them, like small details. Like the I remember when the Camino clone came out. Like really, a Camino clone? I thought it was pretty clean. Yeah, I mean it was a cool figure, but out of all the clones, why a Camino clone? Could have been. Anything else? It could have been the wolf pack. You could, I mean, I mean, technically that is the wolf pack, right? Because they're all gray. Like, yeah. Well, they're not really the wolf pack. They're Camino security or whatever. That's true, but they can kind of pass, <laughs> like, because they're gray. They have the same colors. But and then we've got. I get you. Then we got the new Republic security droid. That one is actually the best looking one out of all those releases. That is actually the most accurate. And then yeah. the last Black Series figure we got here is the. Kenobi, the Obi Wan Kenobi from the Kenobi show, which Ewan McGregor accidentally <laughs> released uh, released a leak of it on a late night show. And, I don't think he uh, accidentally did it. I think. Well, he, if yeah. if you notice, Hasbro didn't release that figure, but then yeah, after Ewan McGregor showed it show, on yeah. camera, Hasbro was like instant, re- instant drop. So and that one is no. that one is a May eleventh pre order, which is we're recording May the tenth. So by the time you hear this, it's going to be, you know, the Friday after. Yeah. So uh, maybe you can still get a chance to get in that that figure. Um, I don't think it's an exclusive, so you might be able to get that oh, one. Oh, watch it. They slap it with the Walgreens exclusive. Back well, here, here's the kicker. I don't think it's an exclusive, but that Kenobi is not available until spring of 2023. Oh, so meaning... It comes out of the warehouse of spring 2023, and then it gets lost in the shipment. Uh, yeah, you probably won't scalpers. see it until July. <laughs> you won't see it until ever. <laughs> They'll barely make a season two of Obi-Wan before they release. So we got, that's all of the Hasbro and Vintage collections. Now, Funko Pop has released uh, an Amazon-exclusive Padme Amidala Power of the Galaxy uh, pop figure. 
So that one is an Amazon exclusive if you're into Funko Pops or Funko Poops, as I call them. Hey, they're pretty good. Most, most, some of some them, of them are. And what I respect about Funko is that they are on time when they deliver. Like Yes. Like, like when the show, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a Kenobi pop sometime like in the middle of the season and they drop it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Diamond Select, they have released a Book of Boba Fett diorama. It is uh, Boba Fett in an action pose on a little base plate. Um, you can find that at shopdisney.com, and it is going for forty nine ninety nine retail. <laughs> it's uh, basically like a miniature statue, so it's not posable from my understanding. It looks really good, though. It looks like something Hasbro couldn't do. Oh, it's not Hasbro. Okay. Okay, yeah, no, it's a Diamond Select. Okay, nice. And then the last bit of toys news we've got from the Holy Grail warehouse themselves, Hot Toy Collectibles. Boy, oh boy, did they drop the heat on May the 4th. They dropped not one, but two versions of Clone Troopers. By the way, it, it May of this year, 2022, is the 20-year anniversary of Attack of the Clones. So Hot Toys decided to release a Phase 1 standard clone trooper, a shiny, and a clone pilot with interchangeable helmets for the Phase 2 armor as well, along with the accessories. And they released um, the Geonosian droids, which those were already released by Sideshow, but this is the Hot Toys brand. And then we've got the Attack of the Clones C-3PO, and then the Attack of the Clones R2-D2. They all come in anniversary boxes, so if you are if you collect Hot Toys or Sideshows, you may remember the Hot Toys Boba Fett that was in the anniversary pack. Yeah. It's the same box, it's just Attack of the Clones style. Now in these promo photos, a Hot Toys Mace Windu and a Hot Toys Clone Lieutenant were teased yeah. in these photos. I've heard about, yeah, I think you were telling me about that too. And you best believe, when the time comes, I'm snagging about four of them clone troopers. <laughs> because they're so good, man. They look so good. The weathering on them is realistic. It comes with not just a Phase 1 helmet, but a Phase 2 helmet. You get the standard clone blaster. You get the rocket launcher. You get a few droid poppers and grenades. And then you get a set of hands. Like, four sets of hands. That's already good. So... But that's all the toy news that we've got here. Um, <clears throat> Kenobi news. We've got a new quote from Hayden Christensen. Apparently they had a, I don't know if it was a red carpet premiere somewhere or maybe just like a press conference or something. Gregor and Hayden Christensen both were there with Deborah Chow. And uh, Hayden Christensen said, and I'm just paraphrasing here so I'm not quoting him, but a lot of the pictures he was in, he looked a little bit more uh, jacked. He's more muscular. So he says most of his work was physical so that he could be able to fit in the Vader suit. Okay. So if he got in shape to fit in this suit, that means we're going to see him multiple times without the helmet. I don't see why yeah. he would go through all that work just to do a few scenes with the helmet on. Yeah, we can see that. And then you hear his voice, like, um, kind of, like, mixed. More like, that. That'd be cool. 
What if what if what if Kenobi's and and of course we're gonna save all of our legit Kenobi talk for our Kenobi breakdown, uh, which will come out the week before May twenty seventh. But just a fun little theory here. What if Kenobi Invaders duel is on Tatooine, <laughs> and Kenobi just throws sand on Anakin's open wounds, and he's and like, he "No sand." I don't like. Sand. It's like in the Lego Skywalker uh, game. Like I think there's a scene with Rey where she's like, "Be with me," and she's looking at the stars, and then like it's all the quotes, right? And it's like Anakin's like, "I don't like sand." <laughs> just straight, it's like a serious thing. That's right. uh, sorry, folks, if you heard my ringtone, yes, that was Patrick Starr. Uh, all right, and some more news. The last bit of news we got here is uh, Star Wars and Lucasfilm announced on Instagram. Ahsoka series has started production. Uh, May 9th was the first day that they started. And if you looked on that picture, a cowboy hat was yep. on the director's chair. And we all know whose hat that is. So if Filoni is over this thing, which I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be, you know this is going to be one of the greatest shows ever. (laughs) Indeed it is. Can you imagine the whole show directed by Dave Filoni instead of just one episode? Every single episode. We're going to have all sorts of stuff in there. And I guarantee you, uh, you're hearing it right now. On Rodian Radio, there will be a live action Rex in the Ahsoka series. I don't know, but it's too early to tell. No, no, no. no. It's Filoni, it's Ahsoka, it's happening. It's happening, Captain. I gotta see the trailer. Definitely, I do 100% believe Darth Maul will be in it. Darth Maul? I could see that. Definitely Bo-Katan. Yeah, they're they're, they're like united. They're like besties. Yeah. I would like to see uh, I would like to see uh, some clones, some Mandalorians, and uh, who knows, maybe we'll get a live action Trace and Rafa. Yeah, we could. Anything could happen at this point. I think Star Wars is heading in the right direction as long as it's out of the hands of can you imagine if we get a live-action Bad Batch? That'd be cool. That'd in the Ahsoka series? Can you imagine a live-action Wrecker? I don't know what the timeline would be. Yeah, that'd be insane. I hope they don't like do them dirty like they did uh, to Brainiac in, uh, in the new Kenobi show. Brainiac. <laughs> you, <laughs> you mean the Grand Inquisitor? Yeah, the Grand Inquisitor. That guy's That's Brainiac. Or Mega, no, that guy's Megamind. <laughs> Megamind. Uh, I, I heard somebody compare him to Humpty Dumpty from Shrek. Humpty Dumpty. But now, speaking of Ahsoka, I want to talk a little bit about Ahsoka here. Ahsoka has probably got one of the best character development arcs in Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, you think about when she was first released, a lot of people didn't like her. And then now she's become one of the most fan favorite icon characters of Star Wars. That's a big deal in the Star Wars community. I've been saying it. And you're just like, simp. I'm just like... Yes, everybody, Danny is an Ahsoka simp. Just gonna say it. It's just just a good character. 
It is a good character. She went from being a Padawan to what I consider to be a true definition of a Jedi. Uh-huh. That survived Order 66. Did believe that? It's crazy. Just think about that. Only the, only the a Padawan that survived Order 66 became the true definition of a Jedi. And I know a lot of people are controversial about this whole Luke Skywalker with Grogu thing. Well, he can be both. He can be a foundling and a Padawan. But you got to understand, the way of the Jedi is no attachments. True. No attachments. Ahsoka had maybe a slight one with the the, the guy from the Clone Wars. I forgot his name. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ah. That's about it. Lux Bonteri. Yeah, that's about I it. I believe though. that's his name. Yeah. And I would say she's got a slight attachment to Rex. Like as a brother? Yes, as a as a brother. Okay. Yeah. The same with Anakin. I see Anakin and her sister relationship. Okay, so, so there's technically no Jedi's. Well, I would say Qui-Gon was about the only legit true Jedi that we see. Didn't Qui-Gon have a girlfriend, too? No, not that I know of. Qui-Gon didn't have any attachments at all from what we've seen in The Phantom Menace. Yeah, he was just very, like, direct. He was very attached to the Force. That's the only attachment he had. Yeah, which is what he was about. In the the Jedi manual, right? In In the book, it's like, in rule number one, it's like in bold letters. The only thing you're attached to is the Force. And then everybody just thinks, oh, I forgot rule number one. And then the Jedi... Yeah, it's like rule number two. Choose to look at rule number one, if you please. (laughs) Anakin's reading that, and he's like, oh, yes. Yes, Padme. All the way. (laughs) I was like, oh, yes, of course. It's all Obi-Wan's fault. You know, if you think about it, Obi-Wan didn't really have attachments either outside of Satine. Yeah, but... And he wasn't Still. even really that attached. Yeah, he was. Well, I don't think he was that attached. Dude, it was so obvious. Even, well, I mean, uh, Anakin Anakin. called it out when, like, uh, even Anakin was, was like, "You go save your girlfriend, Anakin. She's not my girlfriend." Because he's in denial. He's in denial that, like, you know, he's like, "Oh man, he got me on the spot." You know. But I think the number one person that's got attachments would be Anakin, obviously. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, Luke sort of had an attachment to Han, Leia, and Chewie. Yeah, those were his friends. It's not like his yeah. girlfriend. You know? And that and that's when, you know, if you think about Return of the Jedi, when Luke tells Palpatine, your overconfidence is your weakness or whatever, and Palpatine says, your friends are yours. Even Palpatine could see that attachment. And yeah. Luke, Luke, now there was one moment in that scene where Luke tapped into the dark side, and it's when he went to strike down Palpatine and Vader blocks him. Yeah. Luke was in full dark side mode right there. Well, I also, I would say, like, he's kind of, like, just testing the waters because, one, I'd see why he would do it. Because one, he needs to kill a bad guy to win the war. You know, like some lives need to be taken. So if you think about it, Luke failed again as a Jedi because he struck an attack. I mean, he he's a dropout. 
He's not. He's a, a Skywalker. Kid. He gets a pass. Yeah, but I don't know. It's it's very like if you look too into it. Um, That's what we do here. Do you know what show you're on? That's what we do here. That is true. I mean, the way I saw it was like, okay, like he's trying to like catch him off guard, you know, but he's like, it failed, you know. Like, I think when he went full dark side, when he was just like bashing Vader and like he chopped off his arm, I thought that that was was another dark side moment. That was the Tuscan slaying Luke Skywalker. (laughs) The swing and left and right. Yeah, the slash and dash. And you know, Palpatine is probably a very comical character, and he doesn't mean to be because in that scene when when Luke strikes him, almost strikes him, it, it shows Palpatine, and he's got like this big smile on his face. Yeah, he's like good. Yeah, he is pretty comical. All right, so that's uh, that's that's uh, that's all we got here. We're gonna go over some Star Wars history. Today in Star Wars History. Alright, today in Star Wars History. On this day, May 10th, 2013, Star Wars Episode 7 was announced to take place in the UK. Um, There's a special quote here by George Lucas that popped up on Star Wars History today. And the quote is, I'm just paraphrasing here, so I might miss a little word or two. If I had the time and a sledgehammer, <laughs> I would track down every copy of that show and smash it. This is George <laughs> Lucas re- referring to the holiday special. Yes. What an interesting character, isn't he? Like he's <laughs> he's honest. At least he's honest. <laughs> yes. The holiday special. That was his yes, quote. I, I already knew it. <laughs> Can you just imagine? Can you just imagine that guy talking to him, and he's like, uh, "George, what do you think of the holiday special? You know, if, uh, if I had the time, uh, the sledgehammer, uh, I would track down every copy and smash it." Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, but speaking of George Lucas, as I said in the beginning of the intro for this show, the last thing you want to see is an angry George Lucas, and we're gonna play here real quick. Why you don't want an angry George Lucas? And I want you to get out of this office right now. I'm sorry, Sam. No way. You brought no it on way. You brought it on yourself. I don't want you here. I'm out. So sorry, George. I didn't think it would go like this. Out. Dad, I got your badge. Out! There. I'm sorry about that. I'm so sorry. We'll have him, like, burned and... Well, I don't even know who that guy is. So as you can see, that's why you do not want... <laughs> an angry George Lucas because you'll get smacked in the face and kicked out the, the boardroom. <laughs> oh boy. All right. So, wrapping up the fun here to move on to our special guest. Um, glad to have her back on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Ray Kennix. If you did not know who she is, she is probably one of the best cosplayers of Star Wars. And she makes her own fan films on YouTube. And she actually dropped a new film out this past week for May the 4th. So we're going to sit down in the Rodian Radio VIP lounge and talk to her about her new film uh, called Sakura. And, you know, I didn't know that I needed to see an Ala Sakura fan film until I saw it. Likewise. 
Welcome to the Rodian Radio VIP Lounge. Hello there. Hello. All right. Hello. I see. First off, I love your hoodie. I wonder where you got it. Uh, I love it. It's so comfy. Yes, that's what we've been trying to tell people. Like the material is so like soft, but it's not really thick. So I love it. Well, we're glad you love it. It's great to have you back on the show. Sure, my pleasure. Sorry if you ha- if you hear a meowing cat. We have the kitty outside that's demanding food right now. So. All right. Well, uh, first off, I want to ask you, as you got this new film out, what gave you the idea to create? An Ayla Sakura fan film. Good question. Well, I always liked Ayla. I was always intrigued by her. And she's that kind of a character that everyone knows, but no one knows anything about. So um, I wanted to give her some love because um, I started reading about her her backstory, her lore in the comics. And it was incredible. It just blew my mind how many interesting things there were. So uh, I wanted to at least show a little bit of her relationship with Bly, with her commander, and to show a little bit of who she is as a character, add some more of my take on her. And I thought that uh, fans would probably like to see that too. Because like I said, everyone knows her, but uh, she's she's very interesting. Like it's never hurts to, to know more. Now the person who voiced the clones did an outstanding job. <laughs> there were two actually. Really? I couldn't tell. They sounded, yeah. they sounded just like the clones from the Clone Wars. It was fantastic. They did. I know. They're, they're just so talented. And I wanted two different people on, on purpose, even though each of them could have done it, but I wanted different personalities and still a little bit difference in the voices. So I think that worked perfect. Yeah. Thank you. I'm yes. super proud. Yes, I loved it. I, I, I was one of those people waiting in the queue on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yay. Thank you. <laughs> I always love those premieres. It's just so fun to, to watch together. Yeah. Yeah, what I absolutely loved was the the photography. It was just absolutely beautiful, you know, just the landscape and everything. And then when you guys had the special effects too, you know, brought back the Revenge of the Sith. Like I was like, oh no, I have to go through this again one more time. But it was absolutely fantastic. Was a great job. Thank you. What I liked about it is how you had Obi Wan Kenobi tell Ayla Secura that she needs to go. I thought that was very very well done. It's something I never would have thought of. Yeah, well, he was—he would be the person to do it because he was the council's uh, diplomatic ambassador, so to say. He was yeah. the one to to talk to everyone and convince them when they didn't want to do something. So we thought it would be just logical that it'd be him. Yes, and the actor who played Obi Wan was very good too. All of your actors are just spot on great. It's the same one who did uh, Obi Wan in Fulcrum. It's the same actor, Josh. I thought he looked familiar. And then he's, on that, he's our Obi-Wan. <laughs> no, no, oh, I just had a question. So Do on it. that lightsaber you're holding, is that a custom one? Or is that one you've had like before? Because I've noticed it looks it looks like a mix of like Obi-Wan's and like uh just like another like edition. Yeah, it's it's a custom one, but mm. I actually have it right here. Since we we do have a kind of a look on Ayla's lightsaber, but Mm-hmm. It's also inconsistent, so uh, I didn't have the exact replica, but I worked with a 
uh, S.J. Bernhard, same who installed my Soka lightsabers, and he uh, found pieces to put together this lightsaber. It's so so yeah, it, it it does have this part that's similar to Obi Wan's, but um, overall, and I know it's it's not in the exact replica, like I said, but yeah. um, it's close enough. And I also colored it because it was a different color, so yeah. I weathered it a little bit. And it's also like it's doable for the stunt work yeah. because some of the lightsabers, the way they're built, they look great, but they're not as convenient. So this one's like doing a pretty okay job in the hand and mm -hmm. uh, it's well balanced. So yeah, that's that's what we used. That's so a beautiful really saber. <laughs> Thank you. You want a fan fact? So yeah. all of this paint I had to redo because after the shooting day, after all of that sequences with the lightsaber with all the spins, my hands were covered in the paint. <laughs> from the saber because oh, no. I don't know why maybe it's alcohol based paint on my mm -hmm. hands but it all rubbed like crazy so this was blue here uh, it was silver here it was a mess so I had to repaint the whole thing so and it does it light up by itself or do you need to well, it lights like, up. oh nice wow. <laughs> that's so great it's actually it's a very cool thing that this saber has that a lot of sabers don't uh, you mm. cannot accidentally ignite it because the switch is right here so you actually have to push inside and some okay. of the sabers you can accidentally switch yeah. them on and off as you're twirling so this one's really cool so how long did it take you to film and edit everything uh, it took one day to film, so it was all on location on one day. But the post-production took longer because we had the whole Felucia to build. There was a lot of lightsabers and uh, blaster bolts to add and to decide what goes where. So it's a lot of uh, very high-resolution, heavy files, and it takes forever for everything to process. So yeah, that took a while. And plus, um, most people did it just as a pro bono passion project, so we had to accommodate to their schedules so that they just did it on their free time so whatever so it took about maybe about three months to finish with everything with post-production and then some fine-tuning as well with the music and with voiceover so i know we could have dragged it forever there was so much more we could have done but i i was just like you know what we just need to do it and release it and move on to the next thing because there's no end to perfection sometimes i think it works perfect and you know i, w I was watching it and i was like is that it? I need more. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was having the same thing too. Like when I watched, I was like, I had the lights off, turned off, had the like speakers ready, and I was like, whoa, like the whole like logo and everything. I was like, all right, this, this is awesome. Thank you. Well, we, we want to do more for sure because like, we, we didn't know if it was gonna, we were going to make more, but then we're like, you know what? We need this story. What happens next? Where is she going to go? What is she going to do? So now we're already bouncing some ideas. So hopefully everything will work out. You know, I think every cosplay character that you come up with, I feel like the cosplay chooses you because you you fit every character perfect, even to You're the not voice. Wrong. <laughs> even to what? The voices that you, oh, you the provide. Voices. Well, you're not wrong. Well, I only pick the characters that I can relate to. Like I always say this, it's just like an actor picking the part. You pick the ones that uh, speak to you or you can connect to. So, and the voices with Ayla, uh, Ahsoka's voice just fits me, I guess, just naturally. But with Ayla, uh, I did not try to emulate any of her other voice renditions. I think that's 
think there's one, but I just used my own voice, just tweaked it a little bit and created her own sound, how I imagined she would talk. So uh, it's great that it, it blended in. So, you know, it, it worked because I had a few people on the comments. So I, I knew that would be coming, but some people were asking about the French accent. I go, how come she doesn't have a French accent? And then mm. there's a whole whole thing about why she doesn't have it because there's reasons. You know, um, I've seen your, your recent post of how you deal with haters, quote-unquote. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> was I have a new one for you, too. I'll post it today. Oh, yeah, I'm having fun with those. Those are just... So what it, what advice would you give people who... who Because we, we try to keep everybody's spirits lifted, with whether it's toy photography or collecting or customizing. So what, what advice would you give to people to deal with haters if they're making their own fan films? Um, well, I could probably do like another live stream about this. <laughs> but uh, overall, um, you have to know which kind of hater you're dealing with because not all haters are the same, I guess. So there would not be a just general advice because some people you just ignore. If you see they're irrelevant, you don't give them any attention because that's what they want. You just don't respond and don't do anything. Some people, it's almost like they're inviting some kind of a comeback from you. And when I see yeah. those comments, I just can't, so those you just kill, kill them with sarcasm or humor or kindness or just troll them back. I love trolling them back. So unfortunately, I don't get as many of those as I wanted to because I have a lot of fun dealing with those people. Like when that one that today, it, today uh, someone said like, oh, it's a horrible fan film. It's another horrible fan film. I love those comments because I say, hey, I said, could you please send this to all of your friends so they could all see how horrible it is as well, please? That's smart. <laughs> I'm like, what do you say against this? So it's just just dealing with like that if you know how to how to talk to them you can respond like this just say something funny or say oh thank you so much i'm so glad you loved it and they're like no i hated it i'm like no no i understand you loved it so much i appreciate it and like they just fall off because they don't know what to say and it's kind of funny and then actually by doing that you prevent them from harassing other people because once mm -hmm. they see that somebody actually answered back and um, kind of, you know, get rid of them, then they will think twice next time before saying something. And then there are people who are just legitimately miserable with their life and they just want to hate on everyone. They're just unpleasant and um, sometimes you can feel the anger coming. So you just know it's not on you. It's not about your project. That's not about what you did. It's just because they need to find some outlet to attack someone. So you just ignore that. And usually if there's something disrespectful, I even say a disclaimer. It's like, hey, everything will be deleted because I don't want that. Um, I don't want it on my channel. So that, that's how you deal with them. But um, yeah. So, so it's basically just like kill them with kindness. Kill them with, I like sarcasm. Some people like kindness. Whatever it is you, you prefer to do. But um um, there's definitely ignoring probably is the best way that yeah. works most most of the time. But every now and then you can have some fun if you feel like. <laughs> For me, so I, I found the uh, the way that I know that I get to haters is when I found out that they blocked me. It's the best because they're trying you to block them, but instead you block. Yes, it's the totally your rock. It's just yeah, it's the coolest when you can do that. Yeah, that's how you they know also, you got through. 
you got through and they always that's what another thing i noticed actually they sometimes they try to provoke you so especially in dms so you can say something and they can screenshot it and use it against you you know so and this is very easy to take something out of context uh, so for those people definitely kill them with kindness so don't say anything that you think can be used against you mm. so i've noticed people have been doing this they're just provoking you to respond and in, in, in an unkind way and but then they they're the ones who end up going crazy because you kind of enrage them so much by being nice <laughs> they yeah, it's so... like it's not going their way <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so it's it's interesting you know every community has those people it's just don't take it personally so i noticed that you have set up a uh i know we don't like to talk about anything but star wars here but this is uh, something that, that we do want to talk about. We've noticed that you set up a, a donation support system for the people of Ukraine. Do you care to tell our listeners a little bit about that? Yeah, um, it's actually a big thing I've been doing since the war started in Ukraine. And because um, I guess every Ukrainian artist out there is using their platform for this. So everyone chooses what they want to do, how they want to help. And my Instagram in, in particular, um, I'm doing fundraising events. I have some fundraising merchandise, some artworks some pins um, that people can get. And I'm uh, donating the proceeds from that to shelters, to animal rescues. Uh, I'm going to have some raffles as well with some very cool items. I'm going to have some auctions uh, and more things coming. So just trying to make it interesting also for 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 Star Wars fans so they can have fun and get something you know valuable, something precious, and at the same time help because I know it's it's hard to deal with it nonstop. So um, I'm I'm combining I guess the the fandoms and something good because everyone wants to do something but not everyone knows how to. So if you give people that opportunity, like you want like a pin or a picture or something, and you know that that's helpful. And some people have been just donating directly. And I'm super thankful for that as well, because I have links on my Instagram and the highlights to where they can, what I recommend, where they can go and where they can donate. Or some people just send the money directly to me and ask me to distribute them, because I always put all the receipts online so everyone can see where everything goes. And... Uh, Kind of figuring out how to do this thing but yeah it's it's been going okay but i always think like what can i do more what can i do more there must yeah. be something else yeah well we we support you and everything you do 100 percent. and thank you and we're always gonna watch anything you put out because i consider <laughs> personally i consider it canon because it's that, it's that good <laughs> it's that good yeah. It's like the best compliment if the fans think it's 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 definitely it's like real. once I, it's definitely like once I see like a notification Ray Kenix posted a new video, it's like all right, stop what I'm doing, I'm gonna go see this. <laughs> I gotta see this right now. <laughs> oh, thank you. We need to do more and now. It's just like, it's just like so much work to do those. Like yeah. I wish we could make them every month. Mm-hmm. But we'll try. Like um, I see that this the response have has been so great that it's definitely very uplifting and motivating to do more. Yeah, and the more you do it, the more you're just going to attract more people, and you're just going to keep going up. Hopefully. Yep. And so we... Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was, I was wondering, like, I know you just released this video, but do you have, like, any other, like, future ideas that you want to put into production, like, later down the line that, like, you would, like, like to discuss? 
Definitely, I always have too many ideas. Like it's always like we have to pick. Okay, what's more doable? So we have one idea for the next fulcrum part, and uh, we have one more idea for the next ala part. It seems that ala is going to be a little bit easier to do. Uh, so we'll see. But definitely, yeah, there there are some some things. But mostly, I think I'm going to be focusing on those two characters. Well, we don't want to, we we don't want to keep you any longer because you are a busy person. Oh, you're up. fine. I'm, I have time. <laughs> I was gonna ask you though, for our enjoyment and for our listeners, could we get a show intro from you, but in Ahsoka's voice? Hello, I'm Ray, and you're listening to Rodeo and Radio. Well, that's going to do it for Rodian Radio here tonight. We appreciate everyone for all your support and listening and checking us out. As we said in the beginning of the show, if your podcast of choice allows you to leave a review, please leave us a review. You can send us your topics to talk about on the show, questions to answer on the show, or just to have a general comment for us to talk about. You can send those over at our email at rodianradiopc at gmail.com. Quick shout out to all of our sponsors here. Lego Shock 0451 Official, Commander Phoenix underscore 88 Legion, and Doctor underscore Awesome underscore 1010. You can find all of those guys on Instagram. Check out their work and their photography. They're great people, wonderful sponsors. If you would like to become a sponsor yourself, you can also send us a request for those on our Instagram or either our email which is again rodianradiopc at gmail.com sponsorship is completely free and you have a lot of perks you get sneak peek access to our upcoming episodes and our announcements firsthand once again thanks everyone for checking us out you can uh, see us here next week as we drop another episode every Friday as usual thank you everyone for checking us out And until next time, may the Force be with you on Rodian Radio.